Hello and welcome back to Kaya's Journey to Wellness with your host, Kaya Beth. This podcast is designed to help you grow and learn through my own experiences and research. Hope everyone's doing well. Today, I've got 12 tips on how to stay motivated. I'm also going to talk to you about an interesting theory, your dreams and goals, and why medication can be important, but it's not always the end goal. Now, I put the topics of medication and motivation into the same podcast because I feel that they have a lot to do with each other, Um, so let's dive in. As far as motivation goes, so I've got, like I said, I've got 12 tips for you. My main ones are self-care in general, but there's a lot that goes into that. So um, for me, self-care is like I do my makeup, face masks, baths, things like that that help me relax and focus my mind. Um, Makeup obviously isn't to focus my mind, (laughs) but I love doing my makeup. It makes me feel good about myself and gives me a lot of confidence, which in turn motivates me. Uh, Meditation is another big one. That is point two. Um, I don't have these in any particular order. They just kind of came to me and I wrote them all down. So meditation, I feel, can be very good for motivating you because it gives you time to clear your mind and kind of just declutter, I guess. And I don't know. I guess for me, it really keeps me motivated also because it keeps me feeling good about myself. I'm like, hell yeah, I actually meditated today. Like I did my makeup, things like that. I just, I always feel better about myself. Stretching is another very important one. I think that in general, so I didn't put this on here. I think that waking up early and getting stuff like this done is very important if you're able to. I know that not everyone's a morning person, (laughs) but if you really want it, you can do it. Uh, But yeah, stretching, breathing exercises, those are very important, especially even just throughout your day. I've been trying to do this as well. Just um, This is actually something that Mel Robbins was talking about doing. Just set a timer or not a timer, an alarm every day, or if you can remember on your own, just do that. That's what I do. And just take one or two breaths that you're actually aware of and controlling, like close your eyes, put your hand on your chest and just and it really helps center you. Mindset. Mindset is a big one. Your mindset is what controls your entire life. Like, obviously, I mean, there's some things that are out of your control, but you'll notice if you can change your mindset about it, it's going to turn into something completely different. The situation is going to look so, so different. So I think that um, a, a lot of motivation just comes from the way that you have programmed your mind, the way that you, the way that you've set your mind up to believe things, to see things, to take in information. There's just a lot that goes into that. Um, I'll probably do a whole podcast episode just on mindset, honestly. Exercise. Exercise is so important. Um, Even if you're not feeling it, like, like I was on my shark week recently and I was like, 
I really don't want to do this. I am in pain. I have cramps. And now I'm not going to downplay anybody's cramps because I know that some people get them horribly and I'm not saying, oh, well, you're a lazy piece of shit if you don't go out and exercise while you're literally having a a pain that's just as bad as a mild heart attack. That's not what I'm saying. But for me, they're not that bad. So I was like, okay, well, I can't do my normal 3.5 miles per hour on the treadmill right now. So I'm going to do one mile per hour. But then I had to stop because I had really bad pains and I went down to 0.5 miles per hour and I gave myself breaks, but I was just happy I did it. I do my exercising for my mental health. What else? Um, Routines. Routines are so important. Like if you have a routine set up, like, okay, I wake up, I brush my teeth, I, um, I make the bed, I, I stretch, I do my meditation, and then I make myself tea, stuff like that. Like that's going to help you so much, especially I think bedtime routines are very important too, but morning routines are definitely the most important because your morning routine is going to set your whole day up and your whole attitude up. So I'm I'm very big about routines. I need to I need to stick to what I'm talking about though because <laughs> it's very difficult for me. I'm in a I'm in a manic episode right now, so I'm just kind of I wouldn't even say I'm depressed right now, but um my motivation is very lacking. Affirmations just kind of like you are strong, you are powerful, you can do this, things like that just to tell yourself cooking. This is probably a weird one that you don't hear a lot of people say when you think of motivation, but I know that I feel so motivated if I cook myself like a big, nice breakfast or a healthy lunch or a healthy dinner. I feel so motivated to do other things like clean and stuff. Like, I don't know. I feel like cooking makes all the difference for me. Another good thing is an accountability partner. My boyfriend personally is my accountability partner. Um, so I, he kind of just helps me. Like if I, if I don't want to do my exercise or something, he'll be like, okay, let's take a walk. Like he's, he's very supportive and good about that, but he's never, he's never rude. He's never like, oh, you didn't exercise today. Like you fat ass. (laughs) He never says anything like that. Um, he's, he's, always on the other side. He's always being supportive. Um, Another thing is to remember to take baby steps because if you automatically, so I'm going to take my friend for example. She told me she's starting at the gym and she said, I'm going to go two hours a day every day. And I said, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it's just so I don't know why I'm laughing. It's just funny to me because of the way our conversation played out because she was like, oh, shit, you're right. But she was like, I'm going to go to the gym two hours a day every day. And I was like, girl, if you do that, you are going to get burnout so quickly and you are never going to want to go back to that gym. Do not do that. And I told her, I was like, start out with like 20 or 30 minutes for a couple days. You don't even have to go every day. Go like three or four times a week and then bump it up from there. And she was like, okay, yeah. And then I'll bump it up to like an hour the next day. And I was like, no, don't even do that. Do like a half hour one day. And then if you really want to bump it up the next day, you can, but just go to like 40 or 45 minutes. Don't go from a half hour one day and then the next day do uh, an hour. It's just not, not ideal. 
Okay, we are on to my last tip, which is rest is okay. Rest is good. Mel Robbins literally said in her one podcast, all you have to do this week is do nothing. And I think she was talking about a specific week. I think it was like the week in between um, Christmas and New Year's. But either way, I really enjoyed that podcast because she was just talking about the art of doing nothing because we're all just go, go, go. And you're going to get burnt out. You're not going to have the motivation to do everything that you want to because you're constantly doing something. Your brain never gets to take time off. You need to give yourself that afternoon nap if you can. I'm, I understand some people have kids. Some people have multiple jobs. They can't do that. You need to give yourself something wherever you can, honestly, even if it's just a couple minutes out of your day where you're doing that mindful breathing, breathing exercises, meditation, even if it's just for 30 seconds, if that's all you can get in. I mean, as long as you're making an effort, that's really what's important. It truly is. So this also goes with motivation, but I didn't consider it a tip. But I wanted to talk about your dreams because I've been listening to a lot of podcasts about reaching your dreams, going for it, instead of just hanging back and daydreaming about it and being like, oh, well, that would be nice, but it's never going to happen. Your dreams are attainable if you try hard enough, for the most part. Obviously, I feel like that is coming from a very privileged perspective overall, but I feel that if you really, really, truly want your dream, you need to fucking go for it. Like, honestly, you need to go for it. It's not fair to yourself to not try because if if you don't try, you're never going to know. And I feel like people are just too scared. They're too scared of the rejection. They're too scared of failure. And we're just programmed to believe that it's not okay to have those things happen. It's not okay to fail. It's not okay to be rejected by that college that you wanted to get into, so you need to apply to a shittier college that you don't even want to go to, things like that. I don't know why I used that as my example because I have never gone to college, but (laughs) anyway, I just really wanted to say that because it's crazy now that I talk about my dreams like they're going to be a reality. It's crazy how many people are like, oh yeah, okay, cool. Just don't believe you. Like, why not? I'm obviously a very motivated individual. What makes you, what is stopping you from believing that I can reach my goal? I I think it's crazy how many people just don't have faith in me. And it's, it's, but it's not even about me. It's about them. And it's about the fact that they weren't willing to go for their goals or they did once and they failed and they didn't get back up and try again. But, Or they just don't have goals, and that's the issue. But who are they to project that onto me? I don't think it's fair, but I also don't take it personally because who am I to judge, honestly? I mean, it's not not my place. Like, if you really don't want to achieve your goals, then cool, be be comfortable. (laughs) Stay in your comfort zone. Don't. I mean, if that's really truly the life you want to live and you think that you're happy, then okay. Maybe you are. 
but I personally don't want to live a comfortable life in that aspect. I I want to get out of my comfort zone. I want to I want to go places. I want to see things and I can't do that work in the job that I do now. <laughs> so, the theory that I wanted to talk to you guys about today is called the hedonic treadmill. Hedonic, I don't know how to say it. It is a theory that people repeatedly return to their baseline level of happiness regardless of what happens to them. So, this theory is talking about emotions like, oh, if I get my dream job, I'm finally going to be more happy in life. If I lose 10 pounds, I'm finally going to be more happy. But then whenever they achieve those things, yes, they might be happier short term, but then long term, it goes right back down and then it's waiting for the next goal. So it's a treadmill. So for me, I know it's talking about emotions, like I said, but I feel like it works for your dreams and your goals. It is never the right time to start working on yourself. But if you don't feel ready, that's probably the time to start because if you keep waiting for something to happen or change in order for you to start working on a goal, you end up on that treadmill. You end up pushing it back over and over. Like for instance, with my meditation, I keep saying once we have three bedroom house, I'll use the third room for it and I'll do it more. But that's just an excuse, plain and simple. And it, it's an excuse for me to get out of meditating, even though it's something I like. I know I like it, but it's so hard for us to do things for ourselves sometimes. And the work that we do on ourselves will benefit everybody around us as well. So those of you out there who are more focused on others, maybe just remind yourself of that and try to trick, trick your brain into the self-care mindset of, oh, well, if I take care of myself, I'm going to be better towards other people. Therefore, I'm actually helping other people. You, If you're a people pleaser, that one's for you. Reverse psychology, that bitch. <laughs> All right. So as far as medication goes, and I know that this is an iffy subject for some people, but just keep in mind, please, that I have been taking medication my whole life. I've had wonderful medications. I've had the shittiest medications. I've literally started a medication once, taken it one time, and then wanted to kill myself for an entire week because of it. So please don't think that I'm like against medication with this beginning part. So I don't think that a lot of people need medication that take it. I truly don't. I don't think that they need it. I think it may be helping them. It may be good for them, but I don't think they need it because here's the thing. A lot of mental illnesses are actually just your brain being sick in a way. It's not like, it's like if you don't take care of your body and your mind, then what's going to happen? Your mind's not going to be healthy. And so for a lot of people, it's more about fixing it with your mindset and with healthy eating and exercising and all of those things that I talked about, medication, journaling. Oh, I didn't even talk about journaling earlier. That was another tip I wanted to say was to journal out your dreams and the steps that you're going to take to get there. But now you know. <laughs> so there's a 13th um, tip, not reason why. <laughs> That would not be appropriate for this podcast. <laughs> anyway, so in my opinion, like I said, it can, a lot of mental illnesses can be fixed with mindset. 
but that is hard as hell. I know I can't do that shit. Okay, no, I can't can't say that I can't do it. I can do it. I choose not to. I choose not to make the time for it. I am taking accountability for that. That is the truth. I just don't feel like I am able to do it right now. I'm sure I could, though, if I really had the drive. But right now, my motivation is very much lacking for anything except for this podcast. So with that being said, and how difficult that is, Medication might be considered to some people a cheat or the easy way, but I truly feel like sometimes that's necessary, even if, I don't know, even if it isn't necessary, that's okay. If you are like me and you just feel stuck, you feel like, ah, maybe I could fix it, but I just don't want to fucking do it right now. I really don't. Take your fucking meds, dude. (laughs) Like, just... I don't know what else to tell you. Like, I don't know. So when I talk about that, though, this is not relating to bipolar. This is not relating to borderline. This is relating to like generalized anxiety and depression, things like that. When it comes to those crazy ones, (laughs) especially schizophrenia, if you have schizophrenia, please don't listen to what I'm saying and please take your meds (laughs) Um, because that's very, very, very serious. It's not even a laughing matter. I have dated somebody who had it and it was um, absolutely nightmarish. Not not in the aspects that you'd think. Like, I'm not saying like, oh my God, don't date someone with it. That's not at all what I'm saying. Um, it's just like seeing seeing what that person has to go through is very rough and just, I don't know. It was painful. I just felt so so bad for not being able to help, even though obviously, like, how would I help? Anyway, getting off track now. So, yeah, like I said, I'm not, I'm not talking about, like, bipolar and stuff, although I know that, like, you can go into remission with BPD. You can, I don't even know how you would fix manic episodes with bipolar. Like, that truly might be another thing that needs medication. Please take your meds if you need your meds. I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying like, oh, go out and try to fix it by yourself because I know that your bipolar ass is going to be like, oh, well, maybe I really don't need my meds because I know that I'm like that. I have mixed bipolar and I'm just like, well, I don't think I really need my meds anymore. Imposter syndrome's kicking in. Do I really have bipolar? I don't think I do. I think that I'm fine. But in reality, oh shit, my heater just came on. It's too late, honestly. It's going to be on for like 10 minutes now, so. (laughs) I really forgot to turn it off. But in reality, the reason that I have this imposter syndrome, the reason that I think, oh, I don't need my meds, is because I'm on fucking meds. So it's just really difficult to remember that. And I know that a lot of you out there can relate. So please take your meds. I would not be here today without my medications. Yes, I did t- I did say that one gave me a lot of suicidal thoughts, but there have been other medications that have definitely saved my life. And I mean that, like, I don't know where I would be without the medications that I'm on today. I, I truly don't. And I, I know that some people might think that's like a crutch or something, but... I am so fucked up in the head that I don't know how else I would deal with that shit right now. 
I truly don't. I was such a mess before I got got on these medications. Like, insane. I don't even... Not... I wasn't calling myself insane. That sounded bad. I don't really like to use that word when I'm talking about people. But um, just the amount of... Oh, my God. Sorry, I just dropped my phone. This podcast is a mess. Um, we love it, though. <laughs> Anyway, I just, I'm so, so thankful for my meds. I really, really am. So, I started journaling. I really, like, not even journaling. So, here's what I have written down. I'm just going to read it. I have a lot of shit going on, but at the same time, I have nothing. It just feels like everything because my brain is a jumbled mess, and I know it's an excuse for me to not work on it, but I just genuinely am too depressed to care, and I'd rather work on surviving for now, but I'm literally on that treadmill right now. I'm waiting for my job to change. I'm waiting to get more money. I'm waiting to get that three-bedroom house. I am doing so much waiting that it's hard to be in the here and now, and then in parentheses, <laughs> I put, wow, this podcast is like my journal now. Holy shit. And that's so funny to me because I actually wasn't journaling. Like, as much as I tell people, like, oh, journal, I I was not journaling. And whenever I started writing this stuff down, I was like, oh, my God, now I understand why you're supposed to journal. So now I've been journaling, like, my, my hopes and dreams at the very least. So I've got some good pages in my journal right now. Anyway, yeah, I just, I feel like I'm on that treadmill right now. I'm just waiting for the next best thing to come along. And I I wish, no, not I wish I could stop. That's not how to say it. I can stop. I'm choosing not to right now. However, I am I am still proud of myself. And I know I know that I should also take accountability, but like sometimes it's okay to stop and be proud of yourself for what you are doing rather than focusing on, oh, well, you could be doing more. I'm proud of myself for surviving. I'm proud of myself for not making too big of decisions that I can't go back on because, like I said, I'm manic right now. So I'm very proud of myself for that. So what I was saying before at the beginning of this podcast, meds should not be the only end goal for you. They can be part of your end goal, but the end goal in itself should be your wellness, your mental health. And having as much independence in your wellness as possible. Obviously, if you have some serious mental illness, like I said, medication is going to be a part of that sometimes forever. I think it's very privileged to say, oh, you don't need meds. Like, those are just poison. Like, you just need to go out in the woods. Bullshit like that. No, fuck you. Some people need meds. That's just how it is. Some people, it's their actual brain. It's the way they were born. Some people's brain looks like fucking Swiss cheese. You really are going to say that they don't need meds. They just need to fucking meditate. Like, are you really going to try to say that to somebody struggling with schizophrenia, struggling with multiple personality disorder? Fuck no. You got to think about everyone when you're saying shit like that. Anyway. So, I just... I want people to remember, if you're taking one thing away from this, from the medication part of this, at least, no, from this whole podcast, if you're taking one thing away from this, please let it be. Take your fucking meds if you need them. <laughs> and 
And, oh, shit, I said one thing, and now I'm saying two. Okay. If it's really one thing, I just want it to be to know. I, I want it to be for you to know that it is okay to be where you're at. It is okay for you to need your meds. It's okay for you to be relying on them right now. If that's where you're at in life, that's where you're at. And yes, it's important to change it. Very important. But if you think that you're not ready, I want you to focus on one step. Instead of trying to take all of these tips today on how to stay motivated, focus on one. Focus on cooking one meal a week. Focus on journaling one day a week or two days a week. Whatever you think you can handle right now, that's good. That's good enough. You are good enough. I just, I want you to try one thing, please. I think it'll be very helpful and I'll do it too. I'll try, I'll try to cook one meal a week because I genuinely don't. (laughs) I have a busy schedule. But yeah, I, I really hope that this inspires somebody, even if it's just one person, to start working toward their end goal and their wellness. I really do. I know that my brain is kind of a jumbled mess and I have ADHD, so sometimes the things I say, um, just I, I kind of ramble and there's a good chance that I missed saying something that I wanted to, which I will touch up on the next podcast if so, but... Yeah, I, I want to close this out by giving you guys some advice. I want you to think of your biggest dream. And I don't want you to laugh at it. I don't want you to brush it off as impossible. I want you to entertain it. I want you to journal about it. Think about the genuine steps that you could do to get there. And then fucking go for it. There's really no reason not to. Stop making excuses Because the more work that you put in, the more rewarding it will become. I'm telling you, I just started this podcast. I only have 10 views, but those 10 views make me so happy. Like, I genuinely am over the moon about these 10 people that have listened to my podcast. I don't even care that it's not a large number. I don't care. I'm just so happy that I started this. I'm so proud of myself, and I'm really proud of myself working towards one of my goals. Okay, guys, that's it for today. I hope everybody has a wonderful week, and thank you so much to anybody who listens to this. Seriously, thank you. See you next week.